Welcome to the Mixing Babies and Business podcast. I'm Amy Lynch, and I've been bringing my kids into business settings since becoming a parent in 2016. This podcast contains a mixture of solo and interview guest mini episodes focused on all things parenthood, business, flexible, and remote work with kids. Season 5 has been sponsored by the Startup Women Fund, presented by Startup Canada, Scotiabank, and UPS. Thank you for tuning in. Hit the subscribe button and leave a review online. It helps other parents find the podcast. In today's episode, I'm going to be sharing my approach to bringing all three of my kids into business settings over the past seven years, doing pitches and public speaking alongside them as babies, toddlers, preschoolers, and primary school age kids. I learn by doing, and upon reflection, I often recognize a pattern or a repeatable approach. I can't say for certain if it's just me or my kids, but what I've done is work for me on stages, in boardrooms, at in-person workshops and networking events, during podcast interviews, and in the case of this recording, of a session I presented last summer when my youngest was six months old. He didn't want a nap, so I spoke while he was on my lap, feeding, babbling, and playing. I hope it helps encourage you to show up as you are with your kids in business settings. Let's get into it. Hi everyone, Amy here. Thanks for joining me for the baby in the boardroom, pitching and presenting with kids workshop you will hear my baby is with me at the moment he's a little over six months right now i have uh the room set up with an extra saucer and a play mat he was meant to be napping but he's not so i'm just gonna go with it if you're listening to this as a podcast episode you will hear the baby noises in the background let's just get started i'm amy i'm the (laughs) The founder of Mixing Babies in Business. I have three kids, ages six, four, and six months. And over the years, as a remote worker and freelancer, bringing my kids into business settings, I became a bit of an accidental activist. I didn't really set out to become an activist. I was asking questions like, is this venue accessible? Is there a baby change table? Can I bring my kid to the meeting with me? Can you hold my baby while I load my pitch deck? (laughs) Those kind of questions. I believe everyone deserves to design a life that works... for them and their family. That means whether they want to bring their kids into business settings or not, work flexible hours, create a business, develop a product, solve a need, anything that they want to do that works for them and their family, I believe people should have the ability to try to do. So a lot of the things that I started bringing my kids into were either pitch competitions, funding competitions, startup sessions, information sessions on how to start a business. And if I couldn't even bring my kids to those, I didn't see how other people or myself would get that information to start. So I really believe that business spaces need to be more inclusive for parents and their families. It's something that I talk about often, and it's something that I'm really passionate about. So I I do talk about it often. I also create flexible work resources for parents. In addition to the podcast, I create digital resources and in the past have created pop-up events with child-friendly play areas in business spaces. But right now, my events are primarily online or I go into other events or spaces or online hybrid events and speak about these topics. Why do you want to bring your kids into business settings or why do you feel like you need to? I don't believe you should have to justify it, but some of the reasons why you might be doing it could be a lack of childcare, either accessible childcare or affordable or simply a lack of spaces where you live or people that 
that you feel you can trust. If you don't have a local village, if you don't have family nearby or friends nearby, you may not have anyone that you feel you can rely on. It might be your parenting style, you might be breastfeeding, you might be adjusting nap schedules, you might be trying to do more attachment style parenting, or if you're trying to go to something that is early morning or evening, which is normally when your kids are having breakfast or being put down for bed, you may decide to bring them with you so that you don't disrupt those routines or you might opt out completely. You might want to do it because of your own routines and how your life is set up or just mentioned the the event and meeting times, not everything is adaptable to parents needs. So sometimes you might just need to bring your kids with you. And you might simply want to you might just want to bring them with you not want to put them in childcare or not want to ask someone for help. And that's perfectly fine. I really don't think that you need to justify it, pause and reflect and think about what best describes you right now. So in terms of your comfort and your experience level? Are you doubtful of how it could work? Are you curious to learn more and maybe try it? Are you scared of the unknown and really freaked out by the idea of bringing your kids into business settings? Or are you already doing it and preparing for your next adventure? I really wanted to encourage other parents who are thinking about pitching or presenting with kids to simplify my my process and the way that I do it. I've had feedback from people about me being calm, how well it went when they witnessed it, how the the baby didn't really cry. I can't guarantee that won't happen with you or that it will happen every time. But I really think that it's come down to the way that I approach things. But also maybe it's my kids or me, I don't know. But I've done this over the past six years. And I've done it with individual meetings one on one in a private room to being in an auditorium in front of a couple hundred people. So it has varied. I do believe sometimes it's harder to do It's harder to do what I'm doing right now, which is online from home because I can't baby wear easily and get a good sound with the mic. He might smash my keyboard with his fingers when I'm on stage or in person and I can hold him and move around or feed him while wearing him. I sometimes find that easier, but you will find out trial and error what works best for you. Public speaking in general, I can go really deep on this and elaborate more, but I'm going to stick to with kids for now. In general, you're going to apply for things. You might prepare and plan what you're going to say. Then you show up and speak on the day like I'm doing right now. And then afterwards, you might want to do some rest and recovery because it might take a lot out of you. It might be draining. And then you just repeat. But when you add kids, it can really overcomplicate your speaking setup and all the stuff that you already have to remember, including your notes and what you want to say is really complicated by the fact that you have to remember all the little details about all of the little people that you're bringing with you, especially if you're bringing more than one. So that can be overwhelming. But I do have good news. From my experiences over the years, I've found that speaking to people like I'm doing right now, speaking to is easier than speaking with when you're alongside your kids. And what I mean by that is if you think of any time you've ever tried to have a conversation with someone, you've tried to call, speak to someone on the phone, you may have found that your kids were shouting over you or they start to fight or the baby starts to cry or whine. And what I've found is when you're in front of people or in a different environment or just speaking at people, speaking to them and sharing your message, it is much easier than speaking with and having a dialogue. 
And I would like to remind you that all of my talks have been under 30 minutes because I believe that is also important, especially when kids are involved. The four steps I want to cover are also mentioned in the mini guide and it's prepare like a pro, explore your options, show up as you are, recharge and repeat. So the first one, preparing like a pro before the main event, you want to just focus on writing out what you're going to say. And if you need to do any slides, designing those, starting to adapt any routines you have now, if you're going to have to change your feeding or your napping routines in order to be present at an event or to make it to something, I would start doing that a few days to a week before. Explain your reality to either the event organizers or the people that you're meeting with. I would let them know you're bringing a kid, but I wouldn't let them know straight away necessarily and feel like you have to opt out of something because you want to bring one of your children or a couple of your children. But I would explain your reality or if you don't have a chance to do it in advance when you arrive, let them know what is going to happen. And prepare your bags. So pack your diaper bags or bags for yourself and any supplies that you're going to need. Something to think about right now is what are your main points of what you're going to be covering? What's the key message and the call to action that you want to leave people with? And then I would start practicing it with your kids around. Sometimes you have to hold babies in different positions and move them around when you're speaking. And as I mentioned, I would keep it as short as possible so that you can really get to the message of what you're trying to share. Try to avoid any overwhelms or meltdowns happening with your kids. You can get a packing list on my free mini guide, but some things to consider before going into an event or into a pitch would be how are you going to get there? If it's online, how will you log on or when? What do you need to do to log on? Do you need to download some software in terms of getting there? Do you need to map out the route? Do you need to see where the session is going to be? How long will you be away or online? What is nearby or that you need within reach? So right now I have some soft toys around me and an extra saucer, some tissues and some water. If you're going in person, I would say diapers are essential in terms of extras. A lot of other things you don't need. If you can't pack as many diapers as you need, is there a shop nearby that you can get more at if you need them? If something breaks on you, how are you going to fix it? Or is there someone that can help you? I've had my stroller break on me before on the way to an event and someone helped me fix it. When in doubt, pack lighter, pack so that you can carry things if you need to. Prepare for the worst, but hope for the best. Explore your options before you get there. And if you can do a dry run of the event or the venue that you're going to, ideally, you'll be familiar with where should you park or what's the nearest public transit stop. Confirm the essentials. Is there a washroom on site? Are there baby change facilities? If you're pumping, is there a space where you can refrigerate your milk? And if you are feeding or nursing your baby, is there a quiet space that you can go to? Because if you're in a room full of people, it may be really hard for you to feed them, whether you're bottle feeding, formula feeding, uh, or breastfeeding. If you need to heat up baby food or formula, you can ask if there's a microwave or something, or if there's a cafe nearby, you can usually ask them for hot water. Hopefully there'll be snacks and drinks on site. Not always. So confirm what you'll need to bring with you. If you're bringing a stroller, is the venue accessible? Can you even get in? Maybe you'll be baby wearing or carrying them in a car seat if you need to. Get comfortable with asking for help. Don't be shy. There have been so many times when I've asked for help so many different ways and I really have learned to get a lot better at it as a parent. I really feel that this is an opportunity for you to take up space as a presenter 
center, but also allow yourself to be supported by other people. And if possible, try to make it into an adventure for you and your kids. So I sometimes look at, is there a park nearby? Is there something that I can take the kids to after the event? Usually I'm doing the the event or the speaking opportunity first, and then I plan something that's enjoyable after, uh, kind of as a reward, but also as a way to kind of just rest and recover. And if your kids are going to be around a lot of people or in a busy space, or if you're logging on online, then you might want to do something outdoors afterwards. So make sure you have fun with it and try to think of those things in advance if you can. A good reminder is to ask for forgiveness instead of permission. This quote has been attributed to so many different people, but it is a mantra that I try to live by, especially if I'm doubting whether I should be doing something or I'm allowed to do something. I really believe you won't know until you try. And if you wait to be invited, you could be waiting a long time, especially if you're at home with a baby or kids that are preschool age and it's really difficult for you to participate in things. I would invite yourself or find a way to be involved if you are interested in the topics that are being talked about, if there's an event you want to go to, or if you are a subject matter expert or want to participate in something, I would put yourself out there and apply for it. Types of help that I've had, I wanted to list these out because I think it's really easy to forget to ask for help, but also to accept it when it arrives. With getting my kids ready and out the door, I've had family members who've helped me with that on the day of the event. With holding my baby, I've had complete strangers that I was meeting with offer to hold my baby if they were fussing or I was trying to have a conversation with them and I needed to maybe get out my slide deck or share something with them. They've offered to hold my baby. Opening the door so that you can come in the building with your stroller or just with all of your stuff. Giving you directions if you're lost or telling you where you can find something. I've even had someone come up to me when they saw my baby spit up all over me with wipes and tissues to help me clean up the mess. Someone, a complete stranger that was working at a transit location, fixed my stroller for me when it broke on the platform of the train one day. I've had people move around meetings or host them in flexible locations that we could have a walking meeting or a moving meeting so that it was easier depending on the age of my child. People have offered to get me food and drinks to bring me coffee, water. They've given me their chair. They've saved a seat for me. Someone's held the microphone for me when it wasn't possible for me to hold it because I was feeding my baby. I've had people change my slides for me while I'm talking because I wasn't able to use a clicker and other people who've prompted me for timing and different things when I've been presenting. Someone has even cut up my food for me while I was feeding my baby. And if you've got a young baby right now, or if you've ever had a young child that you've looked after, you will know that it's really hard sometimes to use a knife and fork to feed yourself while you're also trying to feed them. I've had complete strangers help me lift my stroller up and down flights of stairs or onto a a train or off of a train. And all of it has been welcome. Most of it has been unexpected. So just consider asking for help. Show up as you are during the main event. I would focus on embracing the opportunity that you've been given to speak and adapt to any challenges that arise. You might have to cut your talk short. I might have to do that soon because this guy wasn't supposed to be up for this talk. But try to be as present and in the moment as you can and try to adapt to your kids' needs and your needs on the day. Most importantly, try to enjoy the experience. It shouldn't be a miserable opportunity for you. It should be if it's stressful or if you don't like it, that's fine. If you don't want to do it anymore, just learn from those things and leave what you don't like and take what you do with you into future opportunities. 
So something to think about now. What are some of benefits to showing up? Showing up as you are and trying something new. You won't know unless you put yourself out there. Some affirmations that I've written down to help you get ready and maybe to calm your nervous system. Showing up is enough. My voice is powerful. It gets to be fun. Help is on the way, which is a good one, especially if you're stressed out and you don't know if help is on the way. It's good to repeat. Help is on the way. People need to hear the message from me and I deserve to be here. That can really help you when you're doubting who am I to stand up here or to log on and share this message. Do people even care? Will anyone listen? Is this the right time? Is what I'm saying important? It's really helpful to remember that people need to hear it from you in your own words for you to just show up is enough. You never know who you might impact. After the main event... I really like to have a reward or something to kind of decompress and look after yourself. Of course, examine maybe what went wrong or learn from it for next time. But you should also really celebrate the fact that you did it and you tried it. Most importantly, be kind to yourself. Block in recovery time to decompress, reflect and rest. And kids are great for showing you the importance of routine and switching things up and keeping things manageable. So I have a free template that you can download on my website, mixingbabiesandbusiness.com forward slash free dash resources. And there's a time blocking template that has 30 ideas that you can block in time for related to your wellness, your work, and your family. The four simple things that I want you to think about when you're either pitching or presenting with kids is to prepare like a pro, explore your options, show up as you are, recharge and repeat. And that's all from my experiences as a speaker, but also as an event organizer and a host for other parents, as well as just a parent bringing my kids into professional development events and networking events. Get in touch with me on LinkedIn or through my websites. You can go to amymarinelynch.com or mixingbabiesandbusiness.com and there's contact form on both of those. If you have any questions about pitching and presenting with kids, I welcome you to send them to me. Let me know how you're going and what your progress has been with bringing your kids into business settings. So best of luck and have fun. Thank you for tuning in to my bonus episode about pitching and presenting with kids. I've distilled what I do down into a process, of course, because that is what I like to do best when it comes to these kind of things. If it works for me, it may work for you, and I want to share this information widely to help other parents. To download the free resources I mentioned during this episode, my Babies and Biz mini guide to navigating the corporate jungle with kids or time blocking template made easy, visit my website, mixingbabiesandbusiness.com forward slash free dash resources. And as always, if you enjoyed this episode, please leave a review on your favorite streaming platform and share it with your network. It helps other parents find the podcast. Happy exploring alongside your kids and thanks for listening.